All right, first things first, you guys are awesome. Thank you. We've got a little less than a day left on our Maui Wildfires fundraiser, and collectively, the viewers of this channel have donated over $22,000, which is more than twice our original goal. Impressive. The situation over in Hawaii is tragic. It'll take a very long time for the communities affected to return to any sense of normality. But it feels good to know that we as a community get to play one small part in that. So mm -hmm. thank you again. And if you still want to donate, there should be a few hours left in order to do so. Yeah, but uh, on to the news with an update on a group of weirdos we've been checking in on from time to time for the past year and a half, going back to November 2021, when the historic downtown district of Dallas, particularly an area known as Dealey Plaza, was suddenly overrun by hordes of Trump weirdos. Now, these weren't your average Trump weirdos. These were QAnon people. And they weren't your average QAnon people either. They were actually much weirder, if you can somehow wrap your head around that, these people were followers of a specific sect of QAnon that not only believed that John F. Kennedy Jr. was still alive and secretly helping Donald Trump to take down the global child-devouring Illuminati cabal, but that also JFK Jr.'s father, former President JFK himself, was also somehow still alive at over 100 years old, despite having his head literally explode in front of thousands of people. And he would be revealing this fact alongside his son at the very location where his assassination occurred. Allegedly occurred. The, the one place he wanted to be more than anywhere else. Take me back. Yeah. I miss the good old days. I mean, if the assassination was fake, yeah, it would not be uh, traumatizing. Hey, isn't it weird that I'm here? I could, The place that I did not die? And I, I don't know if we ever got uh, an explanation for how that would have worked, but these people, they're very creative, so they probably just like, oh, it was a clone. Uh, yeah, I, I don't everyone know. Everyone there was a crisis actor. You would think that JFK would want to be like uh, in the Hamptons or something, something more luxurious from his life instead of just doing the rounds at a parade and waving at people. But Yeah, was, uh, yeah. he's got that whole compound up at Hyannis Port. Uh -huh. If he was going to come back, you'd figure he'd want to go there first. But uh, I guess not. Yeah, it's uh, these people's minds, they don't really think too far outside the box. Zapruder film? If they could fake the moon landing movie, then the Zapruder movie's no problem. That's, that's, right. that's early CGI. The, the original Faces of Death. So, yeah, they were sickening around Daily Plaza waiting for the Kennedys to come back. This, of course, did not happen. In the initial excitement, members of the Dallas cult also claimed to have spotted all sorts of other dead celebrities in disguise hanging out around town. Um, and in some cases, going up to these people and uh, probably confusing them quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And some of these cultists even attended a local Rolling Stones show and claimed that band members were actually JFK Jr., Elvis, and Michael Jackson in disguise. Because if you faked your death, that's that's how you, you that's what you do. You, you put on a bunch of makeup and pretend to be Keith Richards. Someone who is uh, arguably, at this point, maybe equally famous in a band that has been around since all of these people were alive? I mean, when you go looking for uh, dead celebrities, you start, you do start to see them. In a lot of places, the more you look, I guess. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's not legendary rock band, uh, the Rolling Stones. Actually, that's a bunch of other No, you musicians. silly idiot. The Rolling Stones aren't real. The Rolling Stones are a uh, anti-Illuminati plot. Yeah. And a way for Michael Jackson to, you know, get, get on, on stage. Still yeah. get on, and Elvis, they'll get on stage, you know, get it, get that creativity flowing. 
But yeah, even after the big reveal failed to materialize at the scheduled time and place, these people just didn't go home. They, they stuck around. Some of them did leave, but plenty of others stuck around for months. At one point, they held a birthday party for one of their leaders where about 50 people crammed into a tiny hotel room and draped themselves in toilet paper. I don't know what that was about. Okay. Eventually, family members of people in this cult started talking to the media about how their loved ones had become completely brainwashed and had abandoned their entire lives and given up all their money to be a part of this cult. And the vibes gradually got more and more fucked. But thankfully, no one died. Well, almost no one died. Yeah, so the leader of this group, Michael Protzman, a.k.a. Negative 48, who came up with all of their custom QAnon lore, died in a motocross accident a few months back. But as you might guess, his remaining dozens of followers, who stuck around even after a second prophecy about JFK revealing himself in Dallas fizzled out, they think it's all part of the plan. And or that he was murdered for getting too close to the truth, or he's not actually dead. I don't know, take your pick. All. Let's do all. Yeah. Last we checked, they were kind of debating amongst themselves which narrative to go with on that, and also whether a new leader should be appointed or they should wait for the old one to be resurrected. Well, we finally have our answer. Oh, thank goodness. Here's Vice. When Michael Protzman, the leader of the QAnon cult that believes former President John F. Kennedy and his son JFK Jr. are still alive, died in June, people hoped the end was near for the group. The family members of those who joined this cult hoped it would disband so that their loved ones would finally return home. But instead, a new leader has seemingly emerged. A 13-year-old girl known to her followers only as Tiny Teflon, the name of the Telegram channel she uses to communicate with her followers. According to multiple live chats on Telegram reviewed by Vice News, Protzman appears to have groomed the girl as his protege, hosting her on his live chats on Telegram, where he had tens of thousands of followers. Many of Protzman's followers have permanently broken family relationships, emptied their bank accounts, and destroyed their lives to follow his wild conspiracy theories. And now it seems they are ready to do the same for a child whose real identity is not known. So this is obviously troubling, but also not too surprising if you know anything about the hardcore evangelicals in this country, which has a lot of crossover with QAnon. If you've seen Jesus Camp, you know how much these people love child preachers. And this is just an even more fucked up version of that. And they also love indoctrinating kids. And Tiny Teflon has... Tiny has, Tina. <laughs> I, I, I almost Tiny said Teflon, my, my favorite... Uh, Borderlands, Borderlands character. character. Tiny Teflon has some ideas for doing that. Tiny Teflon has created her own channel, conducted live streams with followers, and most worrying of all, has announced her plan to indoctrinate more children into the cult by teaching them how to decode real-world events using the movement's bastardized form of Jewish numerology, Gematria. Quote, I definitely think I'm going to have more kids involved in this, Tiny said during a live chat on her channel on August 6th. Maybe they could share more code because I don't want to be talking the entire time when I do this show in the future. So I'll definitely think of having kids share codes and teach what they know too. Ugh. This is aggravating. This is this is why evangelicals do it too, because kids are too stupid to yeah. not understand that they are not the blessed creature that they're being pushed towards by the adults. Yeah. They're just like, oh, I guess I am touched by an angel or the second coming of whatever the hell this is, and I'm enjoying the power trip and the attention, so I'm going to keep feeding yeah. into it. And also, this is the only thing I know because it's the only thing anyone's teaching me. Right. 
I'm being homeschooled and uh, literal I grooming. No, I have no normal people in my life. No, and uh, and, and you know, <laughs> obviously, like with every other thing that's happened in the timeline over the past half a decade or so, just a mirror on everything that these people think everyone else is doing. Yeah, only to find out that oh, they've been doing it the whole time. They're trying to indoctrinate our kids. It's Not so un- totally unlike what we are doing. Insane, <laughs> aggravating, alarming. And every other word you could use about this is bad. It's bad, but it's also kind of funny that a bunch of fucking brainwashed boomers have now decided to follow a, a teenage girl. I mean, I guess There's it's more sad it. than anything yeah, else. Yeah, no, it's, it's just, just uh, it's terrible, but it's also just like, of course, of course that's what they're doing now. Everything we else we know about these people would lead us to say that, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, I have one question. If I was a follower here, does she ride a dirt bike? I don't know. Because you would think that those skills would transfer over. Oh, from the leader? Yeah. Well, he couldn't ride a dirt bike either. <laughs> he did for quite, <laughs> he could for a while until he couldn't. I, so, I don't know. I don't know if it was like a hobby he always did or if it was like the first time he tried it. Yeah. Midlife crisis time? Yeah. yeah. I'm 60 years old. What better time than now to pick up Fucking dirt bike riding. Hell yeah, brother. How much you want to bet I can <laughs> jump this bike over them mountains? Anyway, it continues. While Pratman was the leader of the group, he introduced Tiny Teflon in March 2022 by featuring her on a live chat in his Telegram channels. During the chat and in subsequent appearances, the pair would use Gematria to make links between everything from the 2011 movie The Smurfs and the timing of Trump's appearance in Home Alone 2 Lost in New York to conclude that Q's predictions about the mass execution of the child trafficking cabal is about to come true. It's not known if there was any familial connection between Protzman or Tiny Teflon or how they knew each other. As a sign of her growing position within the group, Tiny Teflon was made an administrator of Protzman's main Telegram channel, though she posted very little over the last six months. However, since his death, the teenager has reemerged as a leading voice in the group. In late July, she showed up at a Trump rally in Erie, Pennsylvania, where she was photographed with multiple members of the JFK group. Then she began to post again in the Negative 48 channel, as well as posting her decodes. On August 1st, she'd shared a link to her new channel called ABC123. Literal trial. The channel's description says it will contain tiny Teflon's decodes, research, and much more, and in all caps adds, Channel monitored by adult. The description doesn't mention who the adult is, but it is likely her mother, a Protzman devotee who has an account on Telegram known as Teflon Dawn. Using this account, she has promoted her daughter's work as well as celebrating her birthday with a message posted in the main Negative 48 channel last year. This is... This is so... We have a mental health crisis in this country in a multitude of ways, and ways that we're still discovering... A uh, mass amount of groups of people are being attracted to. Yeah, this Protzman guy, he, it sounds like he would have been a great, like, DM. Yeah, dungeon Master? Like, yeah. Like D&D, yeah. Like, use these Gematria uh, At least techniques. then it would have been harmless. Yeah, like, this is, so much of the problems just in society today are people not having a good uh, social and creative outlet uh, anymore. And, like, you know, in the 80s, the kids all hung out at the mall. What the fuck can kids do these days? Well, they can join a cult and get appointed as a leader. No, they do this in Fortnite while they're at the Jewish, uh, the Holocaust Museum. Yeah. That's, uh, again, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we we are a lonely country, and uh, if if joining a cult and giving up all of your earthly possessions to await the return of JFK Jr. is a way to make friends, some people are just gonna they're gonna they're gonna go with that. We need to break the locks off the mental hospitals. Hey, new cult meeting in here. Yeah. Hey, come to the cult meeting. It's right inside here. Ricky, what mental hospitals? We don't <laughs> do that in this country. We throw people out on the street, and then we get mad at them for uh, being out on the street. No, that's what I'm saying. All the old abandoned ones, you just break the locks off the door and let let all the crazies back in. Yeah, that's actually good. Idea. <laughs> uh, someone really needs to tell these people about tabletop RPGs, though, because and escape rooms. Yeah, they, they would. They, they would love they this would stuff. They love escape there, rooms. There's an escape room in every small town. They tried it in a small town, and people seem to love it. People love it. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh-huh. They, You could probably use your talents for more productive use and more fun. Yeah. And that way everyone gets to go home at night and uh, keep on doing their yeah. normal family stuff. Get that hunt-a-killer thing that sponsored us like five years ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear it's very popular. Even Sudoku or, or Wordle, the Daily Wordle. I still do the Daily Wordle. Really? Yeah. I still do. You're a holdout just like they are. Well, they I don't were, do they, it for any other reason other than I'm bored. They were hanging out at Dealey Plaza for like three months. You're, do, you're doing Wordle in 2023. Are no, you really so different? I sit and I have a coffee and I do my Wordle and my crosswords. Okay. I Look, I have the New York Times Games app. I'm going to hit every game on there. Okay. The yeah. Daily Minis, so much fun. Mini crosswords. They, they do have some good fun games. Yeah, so yeah. stop making fun of me. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Hey, you stop making fun of me. Also, they're not going to play Wordle because it's owned by the New York Times. So that's, that's right. fake news. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the fact that Wordle is owned by the New York Times probably a turnoff for them, but uh, there's got to be something out there. Yeah, Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> I, mean, I that that one allows a little too much creativity, I think. Yeah. And they're, although it would be interesting to watch them play it. Yeah, all their answers. Are you know, just, with their uh, decoding shit, the uh, the word search would be really good for them, where you just like circle all the things you see. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, it's it works for children. You know, uh, you know where the downfall of society was. Not enough bars have that game where you uh, find the difference. Find the difference in the bikini ladies. Yeah, I mean that is a great game. That's how I learned about everything when I was a kid. My mom would take me to the bar. Yeah. You know, and then I'd sit at the bar stool and just play put, that while she quarter, smoked cigarettes and drank. Put a quarter in the porno <laughs> machine and uh, spot the difference. That that only happened a handful of times, not uh, not constantly. Yeah, look how you turned out. Perfectly fine. Anyways, the article then goes on to talk about how during Tiny Teflon's rise to power, other members of the group have been supportive, specifically because they're hoping Tiny Teflon helps get their own children interested in this bullshit. So that's just lovely. Combine that with the right-wing lunatics increasingly choosing to homeschool their kids, and this is a recipe for some real messed up childhoods for some very unlucky children. Yep. Uh, also, I mean, you know, everything's so cyclical. Uh, there was a period of time in like the 60s and 70s when you know everyone was in a cult yeah cults were very hot uh -huh. uh, but then a few of the cults had to take things too far and everyone was like hey i don't want to poison, poison myself in the jungle I, I should probably get my shit together wow these but, are some really uh, cool nikes uh anything else with this cult that i should know about other I, than the nikes and the track pants i could actually see cults uh making a comeback among yeah. the gen z crowd because they're already like on TikTok, just, like, losing their fucking minds. And, yeah. like, uh, some of them think that, like, giants are real. Like, mm. they, they're they getting, like, peasant brain a lot of, about a lot of stuff. They think that, um, they think that that deaf-blind lady, uh, was it? Helen Keller? They think Helen Keller was faking it. Yeah. Like, they got a lot of interesting ideas. And I think they're, they could very easily be led into a cult-like atmosphere. 
which means that this is a tremendous opportunity for the most charismatic of uh, the Gen Z's members to step up and uh, lead their flock. Yeah. No suicide, though. Yeah, that's uh, it's a risky gamble you're, getting, yeah. you're, you're throwing the dice on. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We will see. But moving on now to an update to a recent story that is much less dark than what we just talked about, despite involving a gruesome attack by a wild animal. Mm -hmm. And no, we're not talking about the lady that got attacked by both a snake and a hawk. Uh, that, that, not that one. We're talking about the woman who was attacked by river otters in Montana and then was so wounded that she had to be airlifted to the hospital. It but was... they're so cute. They little they hold they hold hands, right? And they. I apparently no animal is is uh, safe. Well, they're pissed. So yeah, it's a scenario that's equal parts horrifying and totally absurd. You just don't think of otters as being especially dangerous animals. Yeah. They're they're goofy little guys. They average around twenty pounds. And they're mostly pictured just chilling out on their backs. Yeah. Having a nice soak. But apparently they're less chill than they appear. And CNN now has the inside scoop on exactly what it's like to be viciously attacked by a river otter, according to the woman who received most of the otter's wrath. Yeah, sure, I'll do an interview. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> what started as a fun, relaxing evening of intertubing down the Jefferson River turned into a traumatic experience for Jen Royce and her two friends after they were attacked by an otter. All three women received treatment for their injuries, some of which were more some of which were more serious than others. Royce recounted the incident in a Facebook post where she called the otter vicious and relentless as it left her with more stitches than she could count. CNN has received permission from Royce to use the information in the post. The three women were in the middle of a wide stretch of the river on Wednesday evening when the otter appeared behind one of them and attacked, Royce explained. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to get the words, there is an otter behind you, out of me before it attacked her, Royce said. I love how it attacked from behind, too. That's like, that's predator behavior. I'm sure it just floated into their area. I don't know if it was seeking them out. It was probably, like, freaked out because it was just floating around, as they do, chilling, well, relaxing. And then know. it bumped into some lady and got all tangled up in her hair. That's one possibility. Or this otter was hunting the most dangerous game. <laughs> just keeping its eye slithering like a snake through yeah. the river. You see the little, eyes. the little V crease in the water? What yeah. is that? Oh, Gator? God. <laughs> no, it's fucking otter. Oh, don't worry about it. It's not a shark fin. It can be harmless. No. There's no water predators up here. <laughs> uh, it continues. Royce's face, arms, ears, hands, legs, and ankle were all bit by the otter. Jesus. As it attacked her for about five minutes. Wow. I'm not going to count like we did last time for five seconds, but five minutes. That's a very long, long time. Long time to be attacked continuously by any animal. In the water, too. <laughs> like, just treading the entire time. Five minutes. Good Nearly Lord. drowning. When Royce attempted to kick the otter off her friends, it continued to attack her elsewhere on her body. Eventually, the three women managed to get to shore in different areas, and the otter swam away. My work here is done. <laughs> Without any exaggeration, God's honest truth, I did not think I was going to make it out of that river, <laughs> Royce wrote. I had no clue if my friends were going to make it out. But by the grace of God, we did. Between the three of them, they had one phone, and they were able to call 911 using SOS mode, but it was difficult to locate them as they were in such a remote area of the river, which flows through a portion of southwestern Montana, east of Butte. I was covered in blood, and it just kept pouring out of my face and nose. It was cold. We were wet. It was dark, Royce said. A little less than an hour later, Royce says they saw the red and blue lights approaching the area, but it was not close enough to them to make contact. One of the women made the tough decision to leave the other two and run more than two miles to meet the rescue team. 
Royce said. At that point, Royce says she was extremely faint and didn't know what was happening. She told her friend that she loved her and to watch over her kids, as she didn't think she would wake up if she closed her eyes. Okay, I'm go- look. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Probably not true, but I feel like there's some embellishment going on here. Uh, there are pictures of this woman, and she this otter fucked her up. Okay, all right. Like she. Well, thank goodness for the SOS ability on the iPhone. She looks like that uh, daredevil villain Jigsaw. Just, oh God! Like, yeah. Like, I, you know, yeah, reading it, it's like, okay, but like, yeah, no, this otter fucked her up. Yeah, wow. Also, this is like, honestly, we talk about how tech is stagnating, but the Apple SOS mode, like, every fucking week we see a story where, like, someone is, like, literally about to die. Life is saved by the... uh, Yeah, like, there were a few people in Maui. uh, Yeah, there's been, like, multiple people where they they use the SOS mode and it saves their ass. And, like, in this case, uh, yeah, I mean... Things could have gone a lot worse without it. There's an app called What Three Words. If you're ever out in the woods with no other service or anything like that, it gets you like a GPS thing that you do based on giving the emergency contact these three phrases that are tied specifically to your rescue area. Yeah. So just something to keep in mind if you're ever in this situation. What Three Words is the app. So so the three words add up to like a GPS coordinate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. And it's so that you can easily tell it to the emergency operator yeah. and they'll understand and be able to hone in on your direct area. Oh, that's... that's I learned it from a park know. ranger. Well, yeah, they would know, wouldn't they? It's very, You know, you talk to park rangers when you're at the parks, they yeah. teach you things. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah, what a nightmare. <laughs> what a nightmare. You go out into nature in this country, you figure that if you die out there, it's going to be because of a mountain lion or a bear or a snake. Imagine bleeding out in the middle of nowhere with no cell phone service thinking about how your legacy is going to be that you got murdered by a fucking river otter. And not even because you harassed it or anything like that. One minute you are chilling on that river, just floating, enjoying yourself. The next minute, a cute little 20-pound furry aquatic uh, mammal pops out of nowhere and just decides it's your time to die. Fuck you in particular. But then God gets on the phone and says, not today. Not today. I'm going to send a falcon to drop a snake on that otter. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, yeah, thankfully she didn't die, but pictures that she did share of herself after getting medical treatment, they are not pretty. That otter, it, it apparently fucked her up, and she'll probably have scars on her face for the rest of her life. Now I feel bad. Yeah, uh, at the very sure. least, though, it is a hell of a story. You know, I got these scars. Well, it was a cute little river otter. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it would be very unfortunate to have your face uh, scarred for life, but it's a hell of a story. It, you a, lot are, of, a lot of free drinks off of that one. I, you are I meeting imagine. it in its home turf because out, just outside of being in nature, you're in the water. Yeah, but you're up in Montana. It's like, what's going to happen? Apparently, you know, bears can swim too. They can, and mooses. They can just walk. They just, they'll, they'll be out of the water just walking. They in. find mooses like two miles out in Lake Michigan. Just chilling. Just doing moose stuff. Yeah. And yeah, bears swim too. They, bears will swim out like, what was it a couple of months ago? A bear and just came on ashore in Florida. Yeah, because it turns out they they like going to the they like the, the water. Like they, they they like going out to the little keys that aren't occupied. It's yeah. Like they're I mean, and who can blame them? Mm-hmm. Hibernating, summer hibernation. You do that as a human, you're a squatter. You do that as a bear. Nobody bats an eye. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyways, Ugh. moving on now to an update on a recurring main character who first appeared this year and has managed to mostly stay out of the limelight for the past few months. Congressman, compulsive liar, and potential future inmate George Santos. We hadn't heard much from this guy since he was arrested back in May on 13 criminal charges, including wire fraud, money laundering, theft of public funds, and lying to Congress. Apparently, he took his lawyer's advice to shut the fuck up, which is more than you can say for others. Yeah. But uh, this week on News Dump, we talked about Santos being back in the news because of one of his campaign staffers is facing charges for impersonating a Kevin McCarthy staffer while trying to solicit donations for Santos. That's a fun one. Mm -hmm. But that's not all. More Santos news. Here's the New York Times. The filing of House financial disclosure reports each year is usually considered a routine affair. But for Representative George Santos of New York, who is facing 13 felony charges related to his finances, the matter has the potential to become yet another soap opera. Mr. Santos, a first-term Republican, missed the August 13th deadline to file his disclosures, a lapse that could lead to fines. He had already received a 90-day extension from the initial deadline, which was May 15th. A spokeswoman for Mr. Santos did not immediately respond to a request for comment. It continues, there has been considerable speculation about whether Mr. Santos's financial disclosure might shed light on the source of the more than $700,000 he lent to his campaign. Mr. Santos has maintained that he earned the money legally through his company, the DeVolder Organization. DeVolder which, Digital. Which, he's, <laughs> which he said acts as a paid go-between in deals involving wealthy people. But federal prosecutors claim that Mr. Santos falsified the disclosures he filed as a House candidate in 2020 and 2022, saying that he misrepresented his income from the DeVolder organization and the amounts in his bank accounts. They also say that he failed to report money he earned by defrauding the unemployment system and from a Florida investment company that was shuttered after regulators accused it of operating as a Ponzi scheme. If Mr. Santos reports further income from his DeVolder organization in his 2023 disclosure, he should also disclose the names of his clients, something he has yet to do. And it sounds like turning in your disclosures late isn't all that uncommon for members of Congress, and the initial fines are just $200. But according to the Times, if Santos manages to just never file his financial disclosures, he could face penalties up to $71,000. I, guess, I think he's good for it, though. Yeah, apparently. I guess it depends on how damaging that information might be to him. Though at this point, he's already a national disgrace who is facing serious jail time, up to 20 years behind bars. So, I don't know. And speaking of which, he is due to appear in court on September 7th, just three weeks from now. It's still unclear when an actual trial might take place, but between this and the four separate Trump trials, we're looking at a very exciting year or so of very exciting legal drama. Yeah, we love we love lawsuits, folks, and this is going to be a real banner year for for lawsuits from now until probably the end of 2024. The end of time. I mean, yeah. Well, lawsuits, lawsuits, lawsuits. We love them. Drama, drama, lawsuits. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just want to that especially well with Trump obviously, but with Santos too. Like, please put a camera on this guy for every testimony. It's a, uh, yeah, I don't know the jur. what is the jurisdiction for this case? I think it might be federal. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if federal cases, uh, they let you do that. But we'll at least probably get some, some really cool courtroom drawings of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, this man's, uh, he's in some serious shit. And because of the cool laws of our country, like. Also still representing all yeah, the people of New York. He's still representing like yeah, tens district, of thousands yeah. of people. Whatever. Big oopsie from that area, huh? Yeah. 
Anyway, we've got the headlines after the show coming right up. But first, we got to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Factor. Mm -hmm. With the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Too busy with your end-of-summer goals to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too, while still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to crushing your goals. Refresh your healthy habits without missing a beat. Choose from 34-plus weekly flavor-packed, dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in two minutes. Level up with gourmet plus options prepared to perfection by chefs and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. Or looking for calorie-conscious options ahead of the busy season? Try delicious, dietitian-approved, calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like their delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and potato, bacon, and egg breakfast skillet. I, you know what I had yesterday? The Italian herb chicken. Marron! It was I, good. I had a cheesy jalapeno chicken. Ooh, that's also very good. Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. With Factor, you can rest assured you're making a sustainable choice. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices, and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals. This August, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 and use code weeklyweird50 to get 50% off. That's code weeklyweird50 at factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 to get 50% off. This episode is also sponsored by ZocDoc. This country's healthcare system certainly has some issues. One of which is that even if you're fully insured, actually finding a doctor who takes your insurance and is available to see you can be a very annoying, time-consuming, and antiquated process. And the longer it takes to find a doctor, the more likely you are to fall down some internet rabbit hole of potentially questionable medical advice. And then, even when you find a doctor, it's hard to know beforehand whether they're the right doctor for you. Well, ZocDoc makes this whole process a whole lot easier. You just fill in what you need, where you live, what your availability is, and what insurance you have. And ZocDoc pulls up a list of doctors along with their availability, plus loads of user reviews to help you find the care that you need and book it with the tap of your finger. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. These docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients, not bots. And the average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. That is it. You can even score same-day appointments. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately with just a few taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. This is definitely something that uh, would have come in handy big time for both of us so many times over the past two decades. But uh, hey, it's finally here. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Weekly Weird and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That is Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash Weekly Weird. ZocDoc.com slash Weekly Weird. And now for the headlines half of the show, starting with uh, a headline that hits pretty close to home, literally. <laughs> it's going to hit. Our home. 
How to prepare for Hurricane Hillary, the first tropical storm to hit LA in 84 years. Look, the climate is so normal. I fucking love how normal the climate is. Yeah, this is outrageous. The Pacific Ocean should have made quick work of this, being uh, traditionally as cold as it is. Yeah, it's, it's the, it's the conditions for any sort of uh, tropical storm, uh, it has to like check like 10 boxes, mm-hmm. which the Pacific almost never allows for. But we live in interesting times, and uh, oh, baby. Here we go. Uh, the, the one thing I'll say, being from Florida and living through... I don't know, dozens of these, uh, of varying degrees. Yeah, people are losing their fucking minds. People are, like, are going rabid. In, like, they but think also, that the whole city is going to be completely leveled, like it's a 9.0 earthquake yeah, or something. Yeah, they think it's like Katrina coming to Also, SoCal. it's not going to... Well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. It's not going to be a hurricane when it is sitting above Los Angeles. It'll probably be a to- tropical storm. It's going to be a shitload of tropical of Tropical depression. Basically, like you'll be fine. You just have... like. You should prepare. They said charge all your devices. Yeah, charge devices. Get uh, uh, water. Have, uh, like, water and canned food uh, yeah. just in case power goes out and shit. But uh, stay at home. Yeah. If you live in a low-lying area, it's not great. But L.A., uh, the cool thing, the only cool thing about the L.A. River, which is otherwise one of the most hideous infrastructure projects the world has ever seen, is that it's very difficult to flood this city. Yeah, it's uh, built specifically with that in mind. Yeah. Uh, it's the only river we've got. It's fucking hideous. Most of it is fenced off that you can't even get close to it, but it does come in really clutch when unusually heavy rains yes. come in. If you're in the L.A. Re- area and you just survived all the winter storms, pretend it's like that, except a little bit smashed more together. Yeah. There's going to be a little bit more rain all at once. But, I'm just uh, pissed because I just planted a bunch of stuff in my backyard, and now i got to go put stakes down for like every single yeah, one of them. Yeah, just get some tarps. No, it's like uh, I planted a bunch of bamboo, which is the uh, yeah. I gotta I gotta lock that shit down. Gotta hammer in some stakes, rope them off. Well, it's annoying, but uh, it'll be fine. They I love just water. the the one thing I worry about is like because this is probably gonna be the new normal. Is people overreacting and then not having it be the end of the world, and then the next time this happens, everyone being like, oh, when Hillary was in town. The hurricane, not the I, president. I do love that they named it Hillary. Yeah, uh, the w- it was Lock fine because that happens in Florida. People have been through it so yeah. many times that they're like, ah, big deal, and then boom, roof gone. But I think that's also part of the, like the Florida uh, identity of yeah. like I'm smarter than experts mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the protagonist of reality. I mean, yeah. you, we certainly have that here, but. Um, yeah. Typically, the most dangerous part of a hurricane is the wind, and it looks yeah. like it's going to be not as bad when it gets up here finally. Hey, I fingers crossed, not. yeah. Like, rain I can handle, but wind would be annoying. I mean, there's gusts <laughs> all over L.A. The uh, in the fall when the, uh, whatchamacallits come down. The Santanas? The Carlos Santana winds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's those smooth by Santanas coming down. Just like the ocean under the moon. Yeah. The same as the emotions that I get from you. You've got the kind of loving that can be so smooth. Give me your hot burger reel. I'll I'll forget about it. it. (laughs) Play by Carlos Santana. Hurricane. So, yeah, I'm not too worried. Prepare (laughs) yourself. Not too worried. I have all the Carlos Santana albums on MP3. I'll be fine. That's too much uh, space work. I fucking break it again. Pay it forward scam led to confrontation at Taco Bell that left customers scared over $60 order. You know where we're going with this. 
So this I is... I want 55 tacos, 55 burritos, 55 Mexican pizzas. So first of all, I did not know that the pay it forward at a, at a drive-thru was like a real thing. I thought that was something Tim Robinson made up for uh, I Think You Should Leave. That is that is on you that you didn't, weren't aware of that? This is it, something that happens? Well, it typically happens at like a Starbucks. What? Yeah. It, it Primarily, as far as I've seen it, happens as, at Starbucks. Because it's like, you you can't really get too expensive yeah. in the morning. It's usually just commuters going to work and getting one coffee or something. Okay. At a fast food place, this is what you're going to run into is like, buying meals here. It's it's not going to uh, be as cheap. Have you seen this happen in real life? I have not, but I've heard about it. Okay. It could just be an urban legend. But Yeah, I, I, I was fully under the impression that uh, Tim Robinson made up this concept wow. for his show. Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, because it's absurd, and the the sketch shows exactly what would happen. But yeah, this this TikTok girl, she's like, she said that she got in one of these drive-throughs, but uh, some miscommunication happened, and she was ordering sixty dollars worth of Taco Bell, which uh, she did not explain that. But yeah, the lady got out, and even in her description, of what happened? She's like, they were yelling at me, but my window was up, so I didn't catch all. It's hey, like what the literally. <laughs> Uh, Amazing. So, and then the funniest thing is like this article in the New York Post, they seem completely unaware of the sketch. So they were like quoting people's reactions online. Like people were making a lot of comments about 55 tacos. <laughs> What's that about? I mean, that would kind of come close to the actual. No, Taco Bell's expensive now. Oh, yeah. I went there recently and it's like, yeah, it's not. That's why they're getting that lawsuit. Joe, Joe Biden made Taco Bell expensive. <laughs> It's fucking bullshit. Like between me and my wife, it was like, it's like almost thirty bucks. Damn. For like four items. Wow. Real yeah. shame. Well, that's why you don't do the pay it forward at Taco Bell. No, it's. You, I mean, you don't do it anywhere in this economy. In this economy, doing? no more paying it forward. Also, if someone pays it forward, you say, "Cool, thanks, thanks." I'm not. Bye. You don't pay it forward if you if you can't afford to pay it forward. You shouldn't be out there paying it forward. It, worst case, I would be like, okay, get, throw a $5 gift card. I'll, it, that way, it, you know, it's not in my hands. I, I'm sure uh, the people making like $7 an hour at these places love uh, dealing with this fresh new concept we've thrown at them. Yeah, it seems like a logistical problem too. Like, it, yeah, the, the person up front, I swear, they spent a lot more than you. So you're actually getting a deal. Yeah. Uh, you like, got to get the guy next to you. He's got, he's hey, got not I know, so much. I know those POS systems are always so easy to you know manipulate to this new concept that we just made up but uh while i'm here at starbucks and i'm ordering a drink recipe that i saw on tiktok that has 50 ingredients i'd also like to pay it forward so can you just do that no i will not tip <laughs> uh yep you just say thanks and you drive away 55 tacos 55 nachos 55 uh nacho bill grande 55 gorditas 55, well, this girl uh, didn't realize raspberry. that she could just get out and run away Oh, yeah. She didn't get to that point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can just run. <laughs> Buyers of Bored Ape NFTs sue after digital apes turn out to be bad investments. <laughs> oh, geez. Who could have seen this coming? I, I had, you know, it's been completely off the cultural radar for a long time. So I, I checked on OpenSea. <laughs> They're going for like $1,500, wow. which is still way too much. Oh, yeah. But like, I, I would look at the price history on a couple of these apes and like, they were selling for like $40,000, $50,000 like two years ago. Yeah, atrociously, catastrophically bad investment. What the yeah. fuck did you think was going to happen? But yeah, they're suing. Uh, they're suing Sotheby's, I think, the auction house, because 
one of the things that drove the prices up so high was Sotheby's had a board ape auction mm -hmm. and someone paid big money for it, but it turned out that someone was uh, Sam Bankman Fried and FTX, who also had like a investment stake in board apes. Yeah. So that's how all of this works, yeah, by the way. It's all just all the cryptocurrency. It's wash trading. Yes. Uh, so yeah, they're like, hey, what the heck? They were doing that with shit coins too. Yeah. With their Alameda investments or whatever. Yeah. It was all a big scam. You got scammed. You see the, the post on Reddit? Someone was like down at their local Piggly Wiggly and they had, uh, I guess at some point they made a board ape hard cider and it was just like on steep discount, just trying to offload it as much as possible. And by the way, yes, it was banana flavored apparently. Ugh. Yeah. Sounds disgusting. terrible. I saw some board ape water at, at uh, one of the discount stores here. Uh, we have like a grocery outlet bargain market or whatever it's called. And they had just cases of ape water and it was just it's just canned water but with the bored apes it's on. especially funny that they tried to do that because like these these apes are hideous yeah like i don't want to drink people that. don't want to buy food products that have hideous cartoon animals on them unless it's cereal even then tony yeah. the tiger that is a healthy happy tiger built rock solid virile yes like well you got that lucky charms guy i guess he's not an animal Lucky, uh, Lucky Charms is a bee, right? Or no, Lucky, no. <laughs> it's a leprechaun. That's uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a leprechaun is an Who animal. is the ugliest cereal mascot? I guess Count Chocula or He's any, a vampire. Of the, any of the Halloween ones, I guess. Um, oh, those things, the honeycomb uh, little uh, uh, hairballs. I don't think they're still the mascot. It was like the early 2000s or something. Hmm. There was honeycomb and then the cookie crisp bank robbers. Cookie crisp. Yeah, they're yeah. always trying to rob. Yeah. Get the cookies. And Grimace. Grimace is not breakfast. That's why they only wheel Grimace out every couple of years now. Grimace is in semi-retirement. He's been cryogenically frozen. Uh, yes, they unfreeze him every couple of years. Grimace, when... you're back in action. <laughs> He's been activated. <laughs> Florida woman doused herself in Diet Mountain Dew to erase DNA after killing roommate 79, according to cops. Uh, Did it work? Uh, no. Oh. But uh, yeah, this was. She didn't use Baja Blast. That's why it's so yeah, expensive. Yeah, you down need the, the Baja about. Blast. That'll get rid of DNA. Yeah. That'll get rid of your DNA if you drink it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it alters it for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this lady. I don't know why she murdered her roommate. It's fucked it up. It seems like they, but, that uh, would be the more important part of the story. But uh, yeah, they they caught her like immediately, like at a fast food place down the street. And when they pulled up, like she had the fucking murder weapons on her, uh, but she still denied it until they finally figured out. Like, okay, she is the guy's. She did live at the house, so she probably did the murder. Uh, but then she's... They took her down to the station. They're like, you want something to drink? She's like, uh, can I get a Diet Mountain Dew? And then, like, really quickly, like, tried to, like, pour it over her body. Does she know? Does she know the... She must be... Maybe she's a juggalo because she knows the secret. The diet is the one that's not sticky. It won't make you all feel all weird. Yeah, well, it also apparently kills DNA. Yeah. Supposedly. That's why the whole insane clown posse thing's a big psyop yeah. to clear people off the CIA watch list. Where'd they go? All these juggalos, they went they went missing. We don't have them in our nope, system anymore. Just their DNA. They've been blessed. The holy water of the insane clown posse. Yeah, every time you go to an ICP show, it's like you're like the guy at the beginning of Prometheus. Like your DNA just gets completely yeah. shattered and, and rebuilt. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I recommend it. A bunch of capybaras adopted a stray orange cat in Malaysia, and now it's officially part of the enclosure at the country's national zoo. Hey, cool. This is awesome. And also, this cat, like, I love when animals make friends with other animals, unlikely friendships, but, like, 
this cat is like the gives the best sense of like the size of capybaras I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, because you, 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 you assume it, they're going to be like, small. Yeah, it's like okay, that's a normal house cat. It's like that capybara is like five times larger. These things are like, like fucking hogs. huge. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they're uh, yeah the cats in the gang. And now at the zoo, it's like they got the sign. It's like capybara. Whoa, my microphone again. I'm just gonna hold it like here. Yeah, capybara, and then also like the name of the cat underneath it as well. Cool. I like that they're accepting it. Yeah, they should give more zoo animals pets. Yeah, like that gorilla Coco had that cat too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel cats are like social chameleons. Like uh, if cats are good at like they. They can hang out with rockers and mods and the cool kids and the cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're at every party. That's why they call them cool with... cats. Yeah. Uh, also, they have, like, s- such fast reaction uh, skills that, yeah. that, that I, they're not going to get hurt by these other animals. They're too slow to hurt them. Every gang needs a cat. Yeah. Because <laughs> being a cat, that's where it's at. <laughs> what was that? Aristocats. Arista- Aristocats. Oh, Arist- Aristocats. Yeah. Uh, Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Aristocats. Yeah, the, they shit all over each other. Then there was, was it Oliver and Company? Or no, it was a dog movie. You, uh, Milo and Otis? No, Milo and Otis was a live action Japanese movie where like hundreds of animals died. Yeah. In the, in the process. Well, I didn't know it. that when I was a child. I'm sorry. I mean, no, none of us did. Yeah. Only well, came out later. Uh, Oliver and Company was like Oliver Twist, mm-hmm. but animated with uh with dogs and cats i think it was like richard gear was a, i don't know some big name it was aristocrats is the one where the siamese cat puts a symbol on its head and says uh chinese food egg, egg foo young yeah it gets real fucking racist briefly yeah so on like lady and the tramp it got real fucking racist for a yeah. moment they're like siamese cats how do we do this in the most racist way possible we are siamese here at disney please. we will we understood the assignment. Let's yep. make this shit racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck Asian people, am I right? And then Japan was like, please build a park here right yeah. now. Everyone loves it. And Disney's like, sorry, I can't. What did you say? And the Japanese people, they put in fake teeth and like over-enunciated their, yeah. their R's and L's. And they, they did it oh, again. Oh, got like, it. Okay. Got it, got it. Yep. Great. Cool. Uh, some transgender women may be barred from women's chess competitions. So I didn't know that they segregate chess competitions by gender because I watched that show on Netflix and it didn't happen. They should fucking, play against guys. Like, right? li- like I can, if we're talking about like physical sports, like I can at least see where people are like coming from. Cause like, you know, people do have different bodies and shit, but also they're ignoring the fact that like elite athletes by definition are, unequal mm-hmm. so their equality argument is a little like, what the fuck are you talking about but chess you're just moving pieces on a board why mm-hmm. the fuck is there a women's and men's category in chess i don't know and i'm the, not part of the chess league and the the like the transphobic uh turfy types uh celebrating this like a lot of them are women and it's like you know, you're like it literally you're celebrating the idea that uh, women are just naturally stupider than men. That is the point you're trying to make here. Well, they're making a double point because they're celebrating that fact. I guess so. Yeah. This shit makes people go insane. Yeah. A lot of people losing their minds. Everyone get your mind back with the QAnon stuff, the the child profit. Yeah. There are like real problems in the world. Yeah. We're not solving them because we're uh, everyone's kind of just spinning their wheels on a bunch of insane reactionary stuff that just everyone just keeps arguing over yeah clean your room 
Clean your room. Clean your room. GOP presidential hopeful Vivek Ramaswamy says he would let China invade Taiwan so long as the U.S. has got enough semiconductors. <laughs> yeah, it said the quiet part out loud. I fucking I look. I kind of love this because like the whole like U.S. China like hawk shit is it's so it's kayfabe. It's fucking kayfabe. We're not going to war with China. They they need us and we need them too much. Any fucking open conflict between the two countries would be catastrophic for both sides. But like. Also, all these fucking right wing uh, and, and a lot of like liberal people who are like, we've got to be ready to go to war with China at any at a moment's notice. It's like, OK, well, in addition to uh, making sure we have a strong army, you do realize like we're going to need to be able to like manufacture all the shit here that we would usually get from China. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, I don't know. Sounds hard. So he's at least uh, he's uh, he. He's also, he's like, yeah, I don't know, by 2028, we can probably produce all of our own semiconductors. <laughs> like, so fuck that everyone is else. A, But, like, that's a very, very optimistic uh, yeah. forecast. Like, good luck. Also, doing that would require so much fucking public investment that all of the people who would actually potentially vote for you would immediately say, well, that's not fair. Mm-mm. What about me? Taxes? What? Superconductors? Put people back in the coal mines. Anyway, I love that this joker is, like, neck and neck with... Uh, Ronald DeSantis. It's uh, it's already an amazing primary. Yeah, just, I can't, next Wednesday is going to be great. The first Republican debate, can't wait. It, are they all going to be there? Not Trump. Why not? Well, because he's like, he just said that he wasn't going to do it because, Man, I don't know, pick, pick a reason. I think, I think he, I'm, that might be a good call for him. He's going to let them like uh, go after each other first. And, well, as we uh, saw in the DeSantis document leaks, like the, he's going to defend Trump yeah. Or that's what he was instructed to do before it went public. He's going to get them all to, like, debase themselves. And then he's going to come in round two or three. And, yeah. And he gets then to he's just gonna set the record straight. He gets to prep with all of their stump speeches and then just ruin all of them. Yeah. So he gets the advantage. Also, he doesn't need to debate. He's yeah, he's winning gonna win. by, like, 60% of the... There's no way they turn yeah. the shit around. Yeah. He's got the nomination. Yeah. Which is... Sad. It's not great. Alarming. Flying aliens harassing village in Peru are actually illegal miners with jetpacks, cops say. Okay, well, that's a good explanation. It's, yeah, at least it's not aliens harassing villagers in Peru. Mm-hmm. But also, jetpacks? Pretty cool. I mean, I guess, are jetpacks, did, I mean, I know, like, jetpacks are a lot more, like, accessible to the public, but, like, maybe I haven't been paying attention enough. I, I don't think that's probably what's going on here. Okay, so then what's actually fucking happening? Because, yeah, it's a, definitely aliens. Because there is, like, an entire village in, like, very remote Peru who is convinced that aliens or some some other sort of supernatural uh, could it be, creatures are coming to them at night. Could it be drones? Maybe. I don't know. These people are, like, it, they're, they're not faking it. They're like, what the fuck's going on? Help. So... Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like the mining one does make sense because like South America, unfortunately, throughout the jungle, like indigenous people uh, routinely get like, uh, in a lot of cases, they'll get fucking like murdered just so uh, illegal mining operations and like logging operations can move in. Mm-hmm. This would be a new tactic. So I don't know, but uh, could be aliens. They're scaring people away like the uh, the Scarecrow and Nathan for you. Yeah, they came all the way across the galaxy to show up in the middle of the jungle in South America to go, boo. 
No, they're sc- like they're using the they're putting the scarecrow on the drone and flying it around to scare uh, the locals. Yeah, that would be yeah. You attach that to a UFO with like five hundred feet of uh, mm-hmm. alien rope. Yep, very strong. Yeah, and uh, there you go. And then you film it and you send it back. We saw across it. the galaxy. It's a, it's a new prank show. Mm-hmm. Look at these stupid humans. Stupid human tricks. Oh, Elon Musk says X, aka Twitter, will no longer let you block other users. Yeah, this, he's not going to get away with this. It's not going to happen. And we will talk about this more next week as it develops. But uh, yeah, another uh, just uh, tremendous idea, sir. Uh, this will kill the website. Uh, this will actually, yes. this will be as the nail in the coffin. Many people have already pointed out that be- because of the terms of service of the App Store and the Google Play Store, he cannot do this if he wants the app to remain in there. Or you could just do it and... Uh, See what happens, I guess. Yeah, because, I mean, the App Store didn't allow single-letter app names, and he somehow got them to whitelist X. So, sure. Uh, like, I guess, it's just... But regardless of whether they allow it or not, which it would be funny if he gets in a, in a fight with Tim Cook over this, mm-hmm. uh, but, like, regardless of what... This idea would... Like, half the website... Maybe, maybe not half, but a good chunk of its active, like, regular users would finally leave for good because Mm -hmm. literally the only way to use Twitter in any functional way anymore is like on a daily basis. I'm blocking like 30 people Mm -hmm. just to be able to like, it's, it's like cleans up the timeline. Yeah. It's like uh, when you check the mail and it's just a pile of fucking junk garbage. Yeah. You're throwing it all in the trash just to get to anything important in there. That's what it's like going on Twitter anymore. Mm -hmm. And like half the people I'm blocking are just the same problem that I should have been very easy to solve right now where any post I make that gets more than like 10 likes has a fucking porno bot uh, being yeah. like, hey, you want to see my body? I've blocked hundreds. Every day, a new one. Mm-hmm. They can't even fix that shit. Well, that's still engagement, whether it's a bot or not. So it, that counts towards Twitter's numbers. That's probably his motivation. And also, he probably saw how many people were blocking him. Yeah. And that and is block- limiting his reach. And blocking his, like, all of his scam advertisers. Uh, he- He'll probably want to get rid of uh, community notes, too, because all the scam products have, like, community notes being, like... This game looks nothing like what you're seeing. I saw one that was, like, it was, like, literally, do not buy this. This is actually poison. (laughs) This will make you sick. Unreal. Another wonderful day on Twitter.com. We love it. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. Please like the video, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. Thank you again uh, for contributing to the Maui fundraiser. We really appreciate it. Truly humbled by it. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Uh, And if you haven't already, we got another pretty just weird video about this guy who thinks that he can reverse aging in, in the weirdest way possible. Like, just every step of the way, it gets weirder. And uh, we also have, woo, four indictments for Mr. Trump. Woo! Check out both of those videos, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.